This episode, focusing on our Impact Through Partnership winners, is sponsored by Pearson. Hello and welcome to the Education Conversation podcast, brought to you by the Teaching Awards Trust. This podcast explores the first-hand experiences and teaching insights of past Pearson National Teaching Award winners and leaders in education. We've got a very special interview today featuring two representatives from Core Education's Echo Eternal Project, our 2020 winners of the award for Impact Through Partnership. Vicky Gardner from Pearson will be speaking to CEO of Core Education, Adrian Packer, and Pfizer, a student involved in the project. They'll be talking about the incredible work being done by Echo Eternal and the importance of collaboration in promoting understanding between cultures. Over to you, Vicky. Hi everybody, so my name is Vicky Gardner and I'm a sales director at Pearson and I'm delighted to be here today talking to Adrian and Pfizer. It's lovely to see you again, albeit virtually this time. So um, would you like to introduce yourself? So Adrian, can you go first? Good morning, hello. Um, I'm Adrian Packer. I am the CEO of Core Education Trust. Brilliant, and Pfizer? Hi, I'm Faisal Hussain. I'm a year 10 student in Rockwood. I'm the school student charity coordinator and most importantly, a Rockwood Eternal Flame. Brilliant. So yeah, very welcome. Very welcome to this podcast. And you are now a teaching awards gold winner. Yeah. Yay. So <laughs> tell, us, tell us which award you won. Uh, we won the Silver Pearson Teaching Award and the gold award for our impact through partnership all for our Echo Eternal project. Amazing, really well done. And um, I met you, of course, so I came to your school in September last year in a brief moment where we weren't in lockdown. And I had the absolute pleasure of presenting you guys with the Silver Award, which was amazing. It was such a lovely day and a, and a wonderful celebration event. Um, and I have to tell you, it was, it was one of the best days I've ever spent in a school. And I go to a lot of schools and I'm, I'm including my own kids' schools in that as well. It was just such a lovely afternoon. Um, so thank you for inviting me to that day. And again, really many congratulations on winning the Gold Award in November. Um, I was really rooting for you guys. So how did you find out you'd won the Gold Award? Well, I found out in a very COVID kind of way. Uh, because um, normally I imagine it's a, there's a ceremony of some kind and there's and the winner is and there's an envelope yeah. and there's, there's a real moment. Uh, but I actually, um, we, we knew that um, different winners were being announced on the one show. Mm -hmm. So we were, we were tuning in every night. Will it be our night? Is, are we, are we going to be announced? And it's all very exciting. Uh, and we got to about Thursday and we thought, oh, maybe, maybe we haven't, hasn't, it's not our year, you know, we, we haven't got the gold. We'd, we'd already run, won the silver. So we'd, we're already delighted with, with that achievement. Um, and then I got a phone call from uh, someone called Kathy O'Driscoll and Kathy leads Echo Eternal, the project we're talking about today. And she said, I've just had a phone call. And I said, okay. <laughs> she said, uh, it, it's from the teaching awards. Okay, come on, Kathy. Uh, we've won the gold <laughs> and I was like wow okay so it was a very it was it was um uh it was quite strange because it had come in this sort of quite informal way uh, uh -huh. after such a big build-up but the feeling of elation was massive and it was it's actually quite nice to share it with a colleague who yeah. had done so much on the project so it was different 
<laughs> very COVID-like, but uh, no less wonderful as as an experience to hear the great news because it is such a it, it feels like a, a, a huge recognition. It's such an accolade, uh, and we were we were really really delighted. Wonderful, wonderful. And how did how did the news spread in Core Education Trust? How did the word get around? Well, we we. Um, we, we were very keen that we, we celebrated it with everyone. So we quickly, I, I think, I think it was with, it was so quick. Cause I think then that was the Thursday. And then by the Friday we'd had balloons everywhere. And um, um, we, I did this whistle stop. Cause it was, it was, there was, a, there was a degree of restrictions, not, not like now. So I could actually go around the schools at that time. Um, and we just, we, I don't know where we got all the balloons from, <laughs> but I just remember lots of balloons and confetti. And then we um, we arranged very quickly because it's a partnership award. We wanted wanted lots of uh, partners to be involved in some way, so we contacted partners and we got we got Zoom calls set up with the um, the, the Holocaust survivors. So we haven't said that the project is 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 mm. is, a, is a commemorative arts project about the Holocaust. So we got some of the survivors that inspired the project who are the key partners, and we got them on a Zoom call and celebrated with them. So yeah, we just got it. We just got into gear very quickly. <laughs> it's amazing what you can do in a very short period of time when there's a party to be had, isn't there? Yeah, and when there's such an amazing trophy. I mean, yeah. I, I, I can't stress enough. So to people listening that, that will be thinking, you know, is this is this something we should put ourselves forward for? Just to try and get that trophy, it's it's amazing. It's it's so prestigious and heavy. Uh, and that trophy did did the rounds on the Friday. I mean, it was it was a very popular piece of um, uh, of metal. Uh, okay. <laughs> and uh, then, yeah. where's, where's the trophy now? Well, it, it's touring around around the schools. I think I'm not sure which school it's in at the moment, but we also wanted it to tour around some of our partner schools and uh, to spend time uh, with other partner organisations. We want that trophy to keep moving because it, it should. It's a partnership trophy. It shouldn't stay in one place. So it's it's somewhere safe. Um, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> It's like the Olympic flame, it sounds yes. like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we actually put a, a GPS tracker on it and we can, <laughs> we can work out where it goes. Did you see it, Pfizer? Did you did you get to hold the trophy? Uh, yes, we were with one of the staff from Jewelry Quarter, I think, and um, we spoke about how we felt getting the award and we got to take a picture of it too. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, that sounds great. Oh, brilliant. Okay, so Adrian, you just you just touched on what Echo Eternal is. So give it give us a bit of an overview about the project and what it, what it sets out to achieve. Yes, it's um, a project that um, was set up originally as part of uh, the UK Holocaust Memorial Foundation. Uh, set up a commission and interviewed 112 Holocaust survivors as part of that commission because it recognised that we, in, in, in this country, we hadn't ever done that. We hadn't ever created an archive of, of testimony from, from survivors that, are, that, that have come to Britain uh, and uh, after surviving the Holocaust. And we, we were asked if we were interested as a trust to look at a project inspired by, by the testimony. And we, we, of course, we, we were flattered to be asked. Um, and we, we created Echo Eternal, which 
it's, it's based, the simple way of putting it is if you think of commemoration, um, in football, they do a thing now where, you know, there used to be a minute silence uh, if a footballer passes away, uh, but they turn it into a minute's applause uh, because they, they just thought that had more energy and, and was as respectful. And it's a similar kind of concept, which is what we do is, is our commemoration is quite dynamic. So we use the arts to express a tribute to the words of the survivor. Um, and what we do is we bring together groups of students from different schools to do that. So this is where the partnership bit comes in. We always wanted it to be about partnerships because rather than listen to um, the testimony, which by the way, is really difficult to listen to. We wanted to create a situation where we would listen to it and have a response. And we wanted that response to be about bringing different communities together to look at the world and say, okay, we've been inspired by hearing from the survivor who, who is, who's they've all got remarkable stories you know they're, they're incredibly inspiring and we want to take that inspiration and we want to become civic activists and, and and make change happen and do that through partnership and then as Pfizer says we have a group of students who who were selected as as um flames eternal flames who who are um ambassadors for these kinds of messages to talk about how society uh, can be a better place because we we do learn from the past we do learn lessons so that, that that's the basic premise um we had no idea it would be it would become a national project this was designed for four schools in birmingham it it became so popular that schools then other schools from birmingham asked to be involved then coventry and then this year liverpool and london so it's just grown incredibly wow it, it really is a, a very moving and important project it, it really is and um, Pfizer could you could you tell us um, what it means to you to be involved in Echo Eternal? Echo Eternal is amazing is an amazing program from this we aim to get our community to rep promote respect and understanding and to me Echo Eternal means having a voice um, having my opinion counted and it also gives me a sense of belonging and I can label myself as an Echo Eternal flame that's wonderful. That's wonderful. And what? what? Uh, uh, sorry, sorry. It's so lovely to hear because I could I could talk all day long in my <laughs> usual self-important grown-up way, but to hear Pfizer say that is really special because we we the pro the project, whilst being a commemorative tribute to the survivors, is also about the voices of young people, and young people from different backgrounds, different perspectives, different ways of thinking, different communities feeling that sense of belonging and it's a real isn't it a celebration of, of what we can do when we use the arts in such a in such an, an important way to say something mm. I, I it's it's incredibly important that that we emphasize that point that education should encompass this these opportunities for young people to have a voice good on Absolutely. you Father. yeah it sounds like it's had a really positive impact on you yeah, it's been a great opportunity. I st uh, joined the project in year nine and we were focusing on the genocide in Rwanda. I got to meet my survivor, Marie Chantel, and I also met journalist Natasha Kopinski, who's been working closely with the Trust and Mr. Packer. And I think it's a great opportunity for me. It's a huge learning curve. I've learned the value of my own opinion and I've learned that my opinion counts too. 
Amazing. And, yeah, and Fies has introduced an, the, the other element of the project because it's evolved and developed. So we started off with 112 Holocaust survivors and then the students said, but there's, there, uh, we're also, we're, we're, they were horrified then to discover there had been subsequent genocides. And um, because a lot of the survivors talk about this, this never again slogan, but of course, devastatingly, that, 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 that message is something that when the students explore further, it, it, it has happened again. There, ha there have been subsequent genocides. So the students wanted to look at, uh, in the case that Pfizer's referred to, to talk to survivors of um, the genocide against the Tutsi in Rwanda. Uh, and that was in incredibly powerful, uh, not least because that's in, in much more recent history. Uh, and I think, the, the students really connected to that project or that part of the project with incredible depth of thought around, you know, where where is society and how 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 did this happen again? And it really provokes this incredible sense of of uh, wanting to make a difference in individual communities to make sure that uh, the students are, are spreading very positive messages about what it means to be a young person in 2021. It's very rewarding from that point of view. I don't know if you, is that, was that your experience, Pfizer? I think that ultimately it's about giving voice to others and maybe a few students that are afraid to voice their opinions or maybe they're just shy. And also keeping the memory alive is very important as we have the role to fulfill um, the survivors' wishes to stop unnecessary, unnecessarily hate and just simply love each other and open our hearts to each other. And it's about changing mental attitudes, turning mental at negative attitudes to positive ones, and just really engaging the future generation, also our current generation, to have the great attitude of moving on in society and voicing their opinions and trying to get the message across that love wins over hate. Wow. Very powerful. Very, Very powerful. And, you know, and what, Vicky, what we say to survivors is that their testimony is in safe hands. I'm sure you'd agree with me. I'm sure everyone listening would say, yeah, it's in safe hands because that, that kind of message from Pfizer speaks volumes, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I actually have goosebumps. That's, it's yeah. a really powerful thing that you're doing here. And what, what sort of things are you producing, Pfizer? What, how are you keeping the, the survivors' testimonies alive? What sort of work do you produce? Well, currently, we are aiming to host a cultural appreciation day at Rockwood in our current survivor, Anne Kirk's name. Anne Kirk talks a lot about respecting each other equally, no matter who you are. And we are highlighting the beauty within different cultures from this. We are hoping to get everyone to come into school in their cultural attire, maybe also donate a pound towards a charity of our cho chosen choice when we do make a decision of where we will be donating. We would also be making maybe a few stalls with um, cultural foods, maybe like Pakistani food, um, Romanian food, anyone in our school, whichever cultures they have. We'll also be maybe doing some radio shows with a few staff, students, members of our community and see what diversity and differences mean to them. Through this, we are showing not to be ashamed of who you are and getting us to respect and understand each other and create mutual understandings. Very good, very good. I hope that all of your plans come to fruition. I hope that nothing derails you. It must be very difficult trying to plan this sort of thing in the current climate. 
Fingers crossed. Yeah, especially with the current restrictions, but hopefully all going well, we should be able to host this. Sorry, Pfizer, but you know, Vicky, the, the, what I've been so impressed with recently is how determined the students have been to carry on. Yeah. Uh, and it, it has been difficult. We, we did a whole festival in January um, that we do annually to coincide with Holocaust Memorial Day. And it would have been easy for, for that to have been smaller this year. Well, it was bigger than it's ever been before because the, the, the resilience and tenacity of the students to, to pay tribute and to express their thoughts and, and their ideas was so huge. And, and, and possibly because of because of uh, being in this state of lockdown, they they relish the opportunity to yeah. initiatives and express themselves. So it was bigger than ever. And is that is that a positive effect of this project? Do you think, or are you have you just got a really great determined bunch of students, or is it the passion about this project that really? influences that? I think that's a really important question. I, I think we, I, I'm biased. Of course, I think that the students at CORE are, are well, you're, you're hearing from one. She, well, it, it, uh, how proud do I feel? I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible. Um, but I do think the project's an important facilitator to encourage. Pfizer made a lovely point about giving, giving her and others the opportunity, the platform. This project gives students a platform to say something. Um, on their terms as well. We always said from the beginning, Echo Eternal wasn't about us, uh, us, the grown-ups, the teachers, the facilitators saying, this, this is what you must say, this is how you must respond. We, we wanted the students to do it on their terms. So that's why what, hearing what Pfizer is saying is, is so rewarding because that's exactly what we wanted. So yes, the project does allow for a conversation to happen. But really importantly, we also facilitate that partnership element is, is conversations that can happen beyond our schools to talk to other schools now that's been difficult in, in this recent period because we do we have worked with other schools and it's been harder to have that dialogue because we've been physically separate and that's been frustrating but we that top priority once we can start mixing again is to invite the students from Liverpool who are involved into Rockwood to invite the students down at Dulwich College to come up and work with our other schools in Birmingham because we want the conversation to happen we want the students from the different parts of the country to come together brilliant and, and that's a really nice introduction to to us talking a little bit about partnership then which is something else i wanted to ask you about because this award was impact through partnership so um why is it so important to you adrian that that you collaborate with other schools well the first thing is that uh we are called core education trust and we are our name uh, so um core stands for collaboration opportunity respect and excellence so the first core value is collaboration and uh, we, we we were we were set up on the basis that we wanted to be the kind of trust that created connections and we 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 understand that we're stronger when we work with others and we see the world uh, for all its richness when we work with others um so the, the project is very much a natural extension of that idea i, I believe passionately that, that schools should be beacons in their communities, but they should also be looking out for other beacons in other communities to enrich their perspective and to give, give the, the children a sense of the world they live in. The, the danger sometimes is that we can, be, we can look inwards and become quite introspective and, and, and forget that there's a big world out there. And 
we, we know in, in life, we, if we meet new people and we seek out difference, that that's enriching in itself. We, we learn from difference. And that's something we're incredibly passionate about in our schools. And I think it's something that's really important in education, that we, that we look beyond ourselves. That would always be the message that I promote. Mm, yeah, and uh, I'm going to ask Pfizer the same question. So, Pfizer, how have you found it working with students from other schools? I think it's been an incredible experience to be collaborating with other people from the other Cortrest schools. I think it's a huge learning curve for all students, staff, and members of the community involved. It's a forever cherished memory, and we will always reflect on how much we accomplished through this. We have learned to respect everyone despite our differences. And with all our blending ideas, we have created a beautiful collage of all our different ideas. And together we are making a change and we'll be remembered. We are keeping the promise to keep the testimonies alive. And most importantly, we are making friendships. We are boosting confidence. We are developing social and speaking skills amongst us. And I think it's just a great way to have a bit of the outside world experience. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, you definitely do learn from others that are different from you. I think that's the that's the thing I will take away from this conversation. So yeah, wonderful. And what about other partners, Adrian? Who else did you work with apart from schools? So we've been really fortunate that we we have arts partners. Um, so we work with different different organisations like um, the Birmingham Conservatoire. Um, and the great thing about the project is it inspires. Uh, organizations to really step up and step forwards to, to really get involved so they always go above and beyond so um, the conservatoire have created um, a whole range of new new compositions that we use in the, in the annual festival uh, then we have organizations um, who support us with the more specialist aspects of holocaust education because it, it's it's very it's a very sensitive and complex area and we don't want to make any mistakes with that so we work with ucl they're a major partner uh, and they advise us on on the approach to how you begin to introduce the holocaust and how then you explore the the, the, the educational side because we're, we're very focused on the expression and the civic activism but of course then there is it's really important not to lose the opportunity to learn about the Holocaust. So UCL have been an amazing partner as well. And then of course all the schools and then all the survivors. They are they are the the, 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 the fundamental partners. When when we did the um, application for this and, and you know, we had to talk about the partners, we said, well where, there's too many. <laughs> well, well, which ones do we focus on? So because it's that kind of project that inspires lots of people to be involved. So um we're we're very fortunate and it's it becomes a virtuous echo really because what happens is the more partners you get the more networks that develop and then you get phone calls and emails from schools around the country who say we want to be involved in this how can we be involved so that's really exciting we've got to look at how we manage all of that because <laughs> we've got day jobs but um it's exciting it's exciting yeah. and, the, and the award has put a spotlight onto the project as well which is amazing because it's it's celebrating everything that we believe in so that's why we, we've really enjoyed the, the last few months and uh, enjoyed that particular spotlight of, of saying this is a project that means something really special 
yeah yeah it's really it's really inspiring so we're, we're coming to the end of our time now this morning which is a real shame because we could talk about it all day um so just wanted to ask you um what's next for echo eternal um and we'll we'll wrap it up there well what's next is i'm i'm going to be, be seriously thinking about offering pfizer a job <laughs> <laughs> she's she speaks so brilliantly about the project so i want to say thank you to you, pfizer for that um and the what next is, is is really quite exciting. So we will um, we're, we're currently working with um, the materials that we have and the approach that we've developed over the past few years. And our aim is to offer testimony to every school in the country uh, with a set of resources that encourages schools to engage with Echo Internal in a way that works for them. Uh, and hopefully that, that that's the, something we can offer to them free of charge, no cost involved because we believe so passionately and we've got lots of supporters that have come on board and said, we'll help you out with the materials. So the next thing for us is to, to get testimony out to every school in the country, because we believe hearing testimony should be an entitlement. Uh, and then we will continue to build networks. And every January, we will continue to have the Echo Eternal Horizons Festival. And my aim for next year is that that festival will be live. It will be in, in proper theatres where people will turn up and that will be happening across the whole of the UK. So we, if anything, this award has spurred us on to be even more ambitious with what we're doing. Um, and we're very grateful that we've, we've, we've had that recognition and excited about what we can do with it. Wow, so that that's um, quite small scale ambition then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and we have spoken we have spoken to an organisation in Europe. I have to say as well, who are very interested in how this model translates into other European countries. So it it, it really has, as I said, I describe it as the virtuous echo. It just continues yeah. to to build and grow. Yeah, it, it's amazing. It's amazing what you're doing. Um, so you're doing amazing things in in quite extraordinary times. Um, and it's really inspiring to listen to. So I'd just like to thank you, Adrian, for talking to me today. It's been great to catch up with you again. Um, big thanks to Pfizer. Um, what a credit to your school. Um, so I hope I'll be able to come back to Birmingham and see you some point soon and um, maybe see catch up with you in person. That would be amazing. Um, so thank you both. Uh, that's the end for our conversation today. Thank you, Vicky. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Wow, what a very special project indeed, and how wonderful to hear about the impact Echo Eternal has had directly from one of the students involved. Thank you so much to Vicky, Adrian and Pfizer for taking the time to chat for us, and congratulations to Echo Eternal on winning the 2020 award for Impact Through Partnership. Very worthy winners, I'm sure you'll agree. If you'd like to enter the awards or just find out more about the categories, you can visit teachingawards.com. Entries close on Friday the 12th of March. There's only a few more days left to enter, so please do get your entries in if you'd like to be involved in the 2021 awards. We also run the Thank a Teacher campaign all year round, which allows you to send a free thank you e-card to a teacher, support staff or teaching team. Just visit thankateacher.co.uk to get involved. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow us on social media to stay up to date with the work of the Teaching Awards Trust. For Pearson National Teaching Awards on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Teaching Awards. And for Thank a Teacher, it's at UK Thank a Teacher on Twitter and at Thank a Teacher UK on Instagram. A full list of all our social media handles for LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram can be found in the show notes. So do follow us to stay up to date with our work. Pearson work to help people of all ages to make measurable progress in their lives through learning. Whether it's at home, in the classroom or in the workplace, learning is the key to improving our life chances. 
Pearson are especially passionate about the impact of collaboration and in the UK they bring together leading names in education to provide a blend of content, curricula, assessment, training and information systems to make learning more engaging and effective. By encouraging educators to work together and learn from each other, Pearson believe we can drive new innovations, inspire confidence, unlock new opportunities and make a tangible impact in schools. You can learn more about the work they're doing at pearson.com. That's all for today's episode, but do join us next time when we'll be chatting with our two 2020 Teacher of the Year winners about primary and secondary school education. Goodbye till then. <laughs>